Should I stay or should I go? If I stay, there will be trouble. But if I go, it will be double. So come on and let me know. Should I stay or should I go? Hello, it's Laura Pereca, and you are here with me today, tonight. And we're going to talk about asking the right questions because it's all about our choices, isn't it? The choices we make. Are you in charge of your choices? Well, of course you are. But maybe sometimes we're not. Sometimes we're in like an auto trance. Sometimes our programming and our patterns hold us back. Hmm, Maybe our patterns from our past dictate what choices we make. We, I can say this with all assurity, you, me, we want to become the best versions of ourselves. We do. When you were a child, do you remember being excited about having choices? When you're a kid, choices equal freedom. When I was a teenager, my brother and my husband-to-be were both teenagers, and they had read Think and Grow Rich. Steve was my brother, and my husband's husband-to-be, his name was Fred. So Steve and Fred read Think and Grow Rich and were so excited about making it rich. They were going to be millionaires. They decided that they would set up a table at a, um, what are they called? Those, not a fair, but a um, a flea market. (laughs) Yeah, so they set up a table at a flea market and they were going to sell stuff for double the price that they paid for and just make it rich. Well, didn't exactly happen that way. They had gotten the idea in their mind. They had decided they were their own mastermind group and they came up with all these great ideas. But somehow, they didn't make the right choices when it came to execution. Has it ever happened to you? You had all these grand ideas, good feelings, strong conviction that you would do something, but then somehow didn't really ever pan out. So many people start out when they're young, thinking they're going to be in charge of the world. What happens to most people? Is it about the choices they've made? And if so, how is it that two people can make the same choices, but end up one going awry and the other making success out of it? What is going on with the choices we make and what is behind, more importantly, what is behind the choices we're making? Most people are going to ask, How do I know what choice to make? And if there's a better way to make choices, they want to know it, right? You want to know if there's a better way to make a choice. We all want to know what that better way is. Well, it all starts with taking a look at what you want and what you don't want. Now, when you're young, that's clear. You want the strawberry jam, you can't can't stand grape jam. Or uh, you want to go outside and play, you hate being cooped up in the house. As we get older... We still know what we want and what we don't want, but somehow the choices we make don't really reflect what we say our convictions are. So it all comes back down to this, in my opinion, (laughs) this main premise, awareness. How aware are, are you on a deeper level? How aware are you of your choices before you make them? what causes you to make them. Oftentimes, very, very, very common 
So, you know, I've done it. These are some of my flaws and frustrations and failures I share with you because I know you've done them too. We've all done these things, right? We blame others for our circumstances. We find someone else to be at fault for what's going on. It's about other people. The The reason things are gone wrong is because of people out there. It's never about inside. Because if we take a look inside, then we have to say, our choices have caused our reality. And it's hard to do that. It's hard to do that because then we judge ourselves. And then, boy, aren't you your own worst critic? I remember... Oh, an ex saying to me once, I wasn't skinny enough. And I repeated it to myself. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm not thin enough. Oh, he needs a size six and I'm a size nine. And I just, it's all about me. And I realized later (laughs) when I was talking to a counselor, Laura, he said, Laura, it's not about you. I realized later, oh, it was something that he had going on in his mind. But he said it to me once or twice, and I beat myself up a million times about it. I repeated that negative thing in my mind. So really, he was not my enemy. I was my own worst enemy. Does that happen to you? Do you beat yourself up for not reaching your goals or getting whatever it is that you say you're going to get or doing whatever you say you're going to do? We all do. We all have that to contend with. And so maybe that's one of the reasons people have a hard time looking at their choices in the first place. They say, I don't want to be aware because then I'm going to either blame other people outside of me and then I can't do anything about that, or I'll blame myself and then I'll feel horrible for it and then just beat myself up. So it doesn't look really good if those are the only two choices, right? Speaking of choices. In her number one New York Times bestselling book, Uh, best-selling author Debbie Ford in her book, The Right Questions. She says that, well, she basically has a lot to say about the right questions that you ask, but she also says, and if I can find it in here, sorry, I had it on the right page before I picked up my, um, before I started my podcast. How embarrassing, I can't find what she said. (laughs) She said a lot of things. But I can't find what she said that I want to tell you. Okay. She said, our choices affect our mood and the way we feel about ourselves. Now, I would argue with her. I would say, no, Debbie. I don't think that our choices affect our mood and the way we feel about ourselves. I think it's the other way around. I think the way we feel about ourselves and our mood affect our choices. Think about it. How many times have you been in a bad mood, stubbed your toe, and then nothing could go right after that? You go to pour the, take the toothpaste out of the tube and it spills all over. You bump something else. You, you just can't put your clothes on properly, right? So when you start going down that negative road, it seems like nothing but negative things happen. And it, so it seems like it starts with our mood, our thoughts, and that affects what happens to us, not the other way around. If you're feeling good about your weight loss program and how much you've been exercising, you'll then go into the kitchen, open the fridge, and probably make the right choice based on your feelings about yourself and how good you've been so far with all that exercise and you don't want to screw it up. Whereas conversely, if you've already been eating cake and cookies and you get up in the morning and it's time to put your exercise clothes on and you say, eh, I think I'll skip exercise today. Hmm? Your feelings about yourself and how you've been messing up affect your choice that next day to actually exercise or not. 
Are you with me on this? <laughs> Am I the only one? <laughs> All right. So I disagree with Debbie Ford on that one. I do not think that it is our choices that affect our mood and the way we feel about ourselves. I think it's the other way around. Okay. So we know what we want and what we don't want. We know that if we're blaming everyone else, then, then is it really our choice after all? See, if you can blame everyone else, then you can say it wasn't your choice. It wasn't your fault. But let's go a little deeper into this because you know I've talked to you about your conscious and your subconscious mind and how oftentimes we're not even aware of what we're doing. Why do you do what you do, right? <laughs> Sometimes you know that it's bad for you, but we do it anyway. I said it before and I'll say it again. Why do you do what you do? Yes, we sometimes do things that we're not even aware of. So let's give ourselves permission. How about this? Give yourself permission to take a look at what's on the inside, to dig deep and try to figure out why you're making your choices in the first place and how you can maybe come from a different stance and maybe make some different, better choices. You know, if we decide to be a lifelong learner, that you're going to be a continual learner and grow and change, then you know that listening to your inner voice equals having a better choice. It does. It really does. Here are some things that if you're making these choices, you might want to recognize that you've got a lot of room to grow. Okay, let's take a look at them. And then let's take a look at some things that you could be doing right, that you can say, yes, see, I'm on the right track. I am becoming more and more aware of my choices. And these are good choices that I'm making. Let's start with the bad and then go over to the good. <laughs> We're going to start with what we don't want and then talk about what we do want. Being around people who criticize you. Do you do that? Do you accidentally or intentionally hang out with people that put you down? Do you worry about shoulds? I should do this. A friend of mine says, don't should all over yourself. <laughs> I should be doing this. Well, who says? Let's get real and let's get in control of our choices, right? And don't do what you should do or what someone else. Or how about this? I have to. Why did you do that? Because I have to. Many children do that, but I know adults as well. Oh, I have to. Oh, really? Is there a chain on your foot? Like with the elephant, they put a chain on his leg and keep him there. Is there, is there a chain around your leg? Are you tied up? Are you a rock? I tell my audiences. A rock cannot move on its own. You are not a rock. Trying to be nice. Oh, trying to get other people's approval. That was me. I was a middle child, so I blamed it on that. I just tried to make everyone happy. And the day that I decided I really, really, really moreover needed to make myself happy instead of everyone else was the day I was liberated and, consequently, the day that I was able to make other people even happier. Withholding communication. I have a mentor who does this all the time. Withholding communication is not a good way to... Be in charge of your light, the light inside of you that needs to shine. I always tell people, when in doubt, communicate. 
Here's another one, lying to yourself. We all do it. <laughs> I even remember telling my mentor one time, and of course, you know, there's such a thing as reverse mentoring, and we had a, a close friendship so I could get away with saying this. I say, you know what, it's, uh, it's okay to lie to me, but it's not a good idea to lie to yourself. <laughs> Gossiping, um, being late, not caring about other people's feelings, comparing yourself to others, judging yourself, judging others. Not taking time to enjoy what you have. In the past few years, I've really gotten good at taking the time to enjoy every little thing about my life. And it, it's critical in shifting your perspective. You want to talk about a paradigm shift. Decide. Make the decision. It's your choice to look at everything from what's good about it. Now, here's another one, looking at others to make you happy. Hmm. That's a choice you should not make because when you expect others to make you happy, even Michelle Obama said that she had gone to marriage counseling and thinking that uh, Barack Obama was supposed to make her happy. And the marriage counselor helped her realize, you know what? You're in charge of making you happy. No other person on the planet should be given that duty. It is too large a task. Withholding success from yourself. How many times do people say, oh, you know, that wasn't that big of a deal or almost making it to some goal point or some success and then just bailing out and not reaching that goal. Thinking others are better than you. Did you know you can decide to change that thought? You have a choice. Giving away your power. I've often talked to, uh, spoken to women's groups about this. Giving away your power is, uh, when you stop giving away your power, even little by little, start taking it back. And by the way, that reminds me of my book, which is coming out soon, which I would love to gift to some of you, uh, Owning Your Own Power, Owning Your Feminine Power. Mm, when you get to own your power, how things shift and change. Ignoring your deepest desires, are you guilty? Overspending, overeating, overindulging, wasting your time, deflecting compliments, trying to be someone you're not. When I spent time trying to be someone I wasn't, I was miserable. How about you? Not setting strong boundaries because let's face it, we need to value ourselves. And that starts with value. If you value yourself, you're much less likely to have weak boundaries. So don't work on the boundaries, work on your self-esteem. Not having enough alone time? I've only recently learned to love my alone time. I grew up in a family where we never locked the door. There were children and dogs, people all always coming and going, coming and going. So when I first got married and lived only with my spouse, it was just so lonely I couldn't handle it. I could not handle being alone. And for many years, I always continued to surround myself with people. And if I was home alone all day, I'd find an excuse to go to the grocery store and chat with the cashier. Only recently have I learned to love my alone time. Withholding love from your family? I was in a relationship with someone like that once and it was not a nice feeling. He'd be angry and then he'd just be silent for two days. And when I say silent, I mean, honey, dinner is ready, no response. Not a good choice. And I'm sure it came from somewhere deep within that he was unable to work on or improve upon. And one more, ignoring your inner voice. If you ignore your inner voice, you'll start to feel really, really crappy. 
So that's how you know when you're on the wrong road is you don't feel good about things. Any of the things I've mentioned, if you really ask yourself, do you feel good about that? The answer is a surely, a sure, sure no. I don't feel good about those things. Overeating, no way I don't feel good about that. Living in fear, no, I don't feel good about that. Wasting my time, no. All right, what are some choices that you make that do fuel you, feed you, give you a zest for life, help you have more energy and want to face the next day? Having empathy for others. It feels good when you feel for others. Taking time for yourself. Spending time with those you love. Noticing when you've done a good job. Resting. You know what? Some of us are just too tattered and torn. We run around helter-skelter, uh, helter hilly-nilly, or whatever that expression is, nilly-willy, and we're so tired at night we just plop on the bed. But you know what? It's good to give yourself rest times. Now, kids are all about these, having fun, playing, exercising, eating well. There, when I was young, really there wasn't much bad you could eat. Everyone ate at home. We ate fresher, organic vegetables. You know, we ate things that were fresh, that were picked recently. But now it seems as though it's actually a chore to eat healthy. But we must. Spending your money wisely. You know, money is more... I, I teach people that it is, when I teach about wealth, that money is a, um, needs to be in circulation. If you are hoarding it, something's going to happen. I mean, I'm not going to try to be doom and gloom, but the reality is it is meant to be spent, not blown on overspending at the mall or on Amazon, right? But moving it, keep it moving, help others, use it to invest. It's even in the Bible somewhere about the three people that were given some uh, money and the one person buried it, the other one doubled it, and the other one lost it. And the one who buried it thought he was safe because then he could at least give back what he had started with. But no, that was not a good use of the money. You were supposed to invest it and try to make something more out of it. Like your life. You've been given these talents not to just sit on. If you're good at singing, don't just sing in the shower. Sing in front of your family, your children. Um, go to church and sing. Go sing. For me, I was a, teach, a classroom teacher for many years, and I would sing with my students. Use your talents. Don't just hoard them or hide them. Be with people who inspire you. Take time to nurture yourself. You know, doing what's in your best interest and your community's best interest. Too often we get so wrapped up in ourselves and our families, we forget about our community. And it is an expansion of yourself when you expand into becoming a part of the community and helping it. And then, of course, the next step is a part of your country and then a part of the world. You are a part of a, a global society now. Honoring your word. It feels good when we can honor our word. And people know if she says she's going to do it, she'll do it. That feels good. Being compassionate. It feels good to be compassionate. Making love. I'm good at that. Some of us are good at things, right? If you're good at kissing, you like to kiss. But we've all had a bad kiss, haven't we? We've had a kiss that wasn't that good, and we've had a good kiss. So we know the difference. We know when we're making the right choices, kissing the right person. And we know when we're not. <laughs> Doing charity work, helping others makes you feel good. Doing what you love. I have friends who have jobs that they hate. Well, they're not really my friends, but I know people 
who have jobs that they hate. That is not a good way to live. Now, short term, if you're doing it for the money or because you you have uh, certain restraints that it is a short term solution to a problem, no one will fault you for that. But if you're spending 30 years doing something you hate, mm, can't say that was a good choice and you won't either on your deathbed. Going after your dreams, making choices that are consistent with where you want to go. Forgiving people. Forgiving people helps you even more than it helps them. Dancing. Every morning now when I get up, my routine is to get ready to do my exercises. I go to the bathroom, wash my face, brush my teeth, and come straight back into the bedroom, put music on, and dance. The dancing is my warm-up. And then, of course, I do my exercises. Do you dance? You should. No one needs to be watching. It's for you. It's an expression of your inner voice, letting it come out. Taking responsibility actually feels good. Who knew? Doing a job well. If you make the decision, one of my uh, agreements with myself is that I always do my best. So then I can never feel bad about something, how it turns out, because I say, you know what? I did my best. Caring for your partner, being present for your children, listening to others from your heart. We're here, not just for ourselves. No man is an island, right? Receiving other people's love. Oh, someone comes to mind on that one. Unable to receive others' love. It's block. It's a blockage. It's blocking yourself. When you change and make the choice to allow others to love you, you're opening the floodgates for your own love to be able to love others. It's a circle, not a straight line. All right, allowing others to contribute to you. Creating a powerful support system, speaking your truth, and saying no. Not just saying yes, (laughs) but saying no. Sometimes we need to say no, and it feels good. Try it. When someone rings your doorbell or the phone rings, if you don't feel like answering, don't. It's your choice. You get to make that choice. Yes, some of our choices are from our subconscious mind. When we were a child, we were programmed. Our culture, our parents, our teachers, they all kind of told us what we had to believe and do. And so oftentimes, we're just on autopilot. But you get to choose. You get to decide. You're going to be more aware. The sun will come up tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow there'll be blue skies. I am here for you and I can't wait to get together again and talk to you more about this. In the meanwhile, think about your choices. Are you making mostly good choices or mostly bad choices? No one can tell you what's good or bad. It's what you feel inside that'll help you know if it's a good choice or a bad choice. Talk to you again later and remember, get in touch with that inner voice and you'll make a better choice.